Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Tonight, I got a viewer email. It is viewer email from a female viewer who has, needless to say, had quite the um, quite the uh, uh, adventurous time in her late teens and up until twenty one. And uh, I I thought this was a good subject to talk about because number one, it's a viewer email, and she asks for legitimate advice, so I'm going to give it. And number two, this is an issue that I think a lot of women are falling into today. And number three, this is the type of woman that you guys are going to run into many times when you're trying to date. So between all of those, I think this is a very good topic to uh, to cover. And, uh, and Gigi, who has a throwaway email account, so it doesn't bother me telling, telling you her, her uh, name, uh, she asks some some poignant questions, and I think this is good to know because her partner doesn't kind of really listen to to red pill content, and he doesn't really believe in it, and that also is a risk for her as well as for him. So let's get reading, and then we're going to talk about. It. And then I have an article from the Rotten Wild Flower, which I enjoy her writing very much. Uh, she's been kind of kicked out of writing from many articles uh, or many. Um, online web uh, sites that normally buy articles. She's been removed because uh, the, the article, uh, the, the content providers were receiving threats for her because they didn't like what she was saying because it was kind of, well, honest. So I want to read from her a little bit because she also kind of mirrors the same thing I say, but it's not a guy saying it, it's a woman saying it. And let me, before I even get reading, let me remind you guys, I am no therapist. I have no expertise in this stuff. This is a guy that's got a long dating history with a lot of different people. And I've got friends, a good group of friends and other men in the manosphere that I've been doing this for a long time. So I have, I do have good advice, I think. But before you take any action, make sure to speak to a professional. So she says, <clears throat> for the purpose of full transparency, transparency, I'm going to put out there that I'm far from a unicorn. Unicorns don't exist. I'm 23, uh, an honest 31 partner count of 20 men and 11 women. 99% uh, of those came between 17 and 21. As my background, I was pretty, uh, as my background was pretty abusive and I use intimacy as a validation tactic. Yes, this is uh, a problem that a lot of, I think, women are having. I, I don't know about the, the the harmful part of it, but I do know that um, intimacy, intimacy is often used for validation by women because when you're, you're not happy with yourself, you feel hollow, you feel empty, you feel sad. This attention helps you feel better about yourself. It lets you feel that you are attractive and wanted and needed which is a good feeling. Like we all, everybody likes to feel wanted and needed. However, this is a very easy and damaging way to get that attention. And it's not good attention. You know, men will physically entertain a woman for one night, a month, two months, uh, just to have a little bit of fun. And then they have no problems moving on. And for the, they're really giving nothing because it's, it's fake attention. It's not real attention. They really care nothing about you other than that you're a warm body and allowing them to uh, allowing them to enjoy themselves with you. 
I met my boyfriend when I was 21 and he helped me escape and cut contact with my family, moved me into his flat and helped me get my issues under control. I'll touch back on that in a second. Although I work part-time, for the most part, I stay in the flat and make sure it's clean and we have food in the fridge. I'm also a year off finishing a degree at a very good university in England and already have a graduate job lined up. Good for you. I hope it's in a good, real degree. But since you have a graduate job lined up, uh, I'll, I'll say it is. My partner basically turned my life around and we are now talking about marriage and babies and the future. Okay, stop right here. Stop right there. Stop all of that right there. First of all, uh, he helped you cut contact with your family, moved me into his flat, and helped me get my issues control and under control. No, he hasn't helped you get your issues under control. He has kind of saved you from the situation you were in, but here's your problem. Number one, you've spent zero time alone. So you are a codependent person. You need somebody else in your life I say this because from 17 to 21, 30 people to help validate you, both men and women. So it was anyone to help validate you, not just guys. Then he saves you, you're, you've moved in with him. And I think you're doing the right thing by get, getting your degree. And I think you're, you've already got a job lined up and you're taking care of the place. Those are all good things. I'm not crapping on that. You've never spent any time alone. You're codependent, which is oddly enough, a form of narcissism. And, and you even say that uh, yourself when you use uh, intimacy as a validation tactic to get some attention, that is narcissism. Meaning that if you cut all contact from outside world and other people, you feel empty. And so it's other people's attention and other people's love and other people's physical um, attention that is making you feel okay. But that is not, it's not okay because it's not real. Um it's it, it's very, very problematic. Now, the way you get over this is you have to see a therapist or you have to see a, a, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, one of the two, and you need to remedy this. Um, there's no two ways about it. You're going to need to talk to somebody about this because you're going to have family issues, especially when you say he helped you cut contact with your family. That means there's not a good family situation. And I think you, you mentioned that down below. But when you say cut contact with your family, that means you had a, a bad home family life. And what this means also is that your, your, your meaning of love is different from the correct, healthy meaning of love. And I won't get all into that, but uh, if, if you look up uh, covert narcissism and if you look up codependency, look them up and you can dig in and you'll see that you're going to need to see a professional about this because there's a lot of underlying issues oftentimes going back to very young childhood that are unaddressed so far. That being said, uh, on the other line, do not get married and do not worry about kids left. You have a, or a do not worry about having kids yet. You have a lot of work to do first, a lot of work to do. So does he, and I'll, I'll explain why. Uh, the uh, This possesses an ethical issue for me, and I don't want advice from the women are wonderful crowd because I know, realistically, I'm not wonderful. Okay, so yes, you do not need to be pumped up and told you're special and you're wonderful and the world will be okay and you deserve anything. That's not the way to go here. Um, I would say you're, uh, saying you're not wonderful is you putting down yourself. And you know what that means? That you're, you're not ready to 
to bring someone else into your world, and especially kids into your world, when you don't even love yourself. Again, much, much work to do before you get to that point. I watch a lot of uh, guys go on their own way content because I know the crux of the issue in my family where my mother was ill to the extent she couldn't really grasp reality and my father sided with her consistently regardless of how she was behaving, often actively forcing his women into supporting his wife. I don't want to be like that. I, I want to know what I could do to prevent it. Okay, and again, uh, you call him my father and his wife. You don't say mom and dad or my mother and my father. So uh, there's, again, some really deep issues here. And uh, you'll find that many kids that come from a narcissistic family, almost in many cases, one was either an alcoholic or mentally ill, and the other one was a narcissist. Those two are very, very big combinations. Sounds like you may fall into those demographics. Again, check it out. My partner doesn't believe in the ideologies of the manosphere. I tried to bring up a prenup when we were talking about marriage, but it upset him. He recognizes that while I'm the second girl who ever has taken interest in, in him, interest in him, I had hundreds of matches on the dating platform we met on and 10 times his body count in men alone. I was very open about, I, ho- I think you mean you had 10 times the number of body count with men that he did with women. I think that's what you're saying here. I hope so, at least. Uh, I was very open about my past, but he doesn't care and feels lucky to have me. He was 24 when we met and far from well off, so I think he is shocked we ended up together despite being a man everyone would be lucky to have. Okay, so number one, if he doesn't care about your past, that is also an issue. He feels happy, lucky to have you, but you don't like yourself. So what does it say when you're like, I I don't really like myself, I haven't had a good past, And he says, oh, but I'm so glad to have you. In other words, he feels you're the best he can ever get. That is not a guy that is going to be attractive to you for long. I'll tell you that now. That once you get your your long-term career and once you get on your feet and once you get working and your income starts coming in and you start healing yourself and getting better and hopefully getting therapy and dig down to some of these issues, what you're going to realize is that He is trying to fix you and he is trying to, uh, you're the best thing he's ever had. So, so he's the best he thinks he, you are the best he thinks he's ever going to get. What happens when you get better than that? You're going to find that you're going to, I believe you're going to find him weak. You're going to find him not a strong partner and that he has codependency issues and he has issues as well. Do you really want a guy that has literally zero dating experience and you've got all the experience in the world. You're looking at him like he's your savior, and he's looking at you like, wow, I finally got a girl. Like that's not, that is not a healthy combination. And again, you bring marriage and kids into this, and this is a train wreck. Three, five, seven years down the road where you will want to leave him. You won't be happy with him. And then he will be here watching my videos going, Why didn't I see all the red flags? Because you have red flags and you know this. The difference is you've stuck them in your back pocket and he's he's okay with that. And and by by at least being aware of it, you're doing the right thing. But you guys are heading down the wrong path, I believe. For what it's worth, uh, I regret my past. I don't think I would have done what it what I did if my family hadn't been so difficult. 
but that isn't an excuse. And realistically, I can't change what I've done. I'm incredibly lucky to have my boyfriend. He didn't go to university university as he's a chef, but he has enabled me to achieve my dreams. And whatever happens, I'm so much better for having met him. Yes, but again, I talk about this in video after video. 90% of women that become more successful than their men leave their men. And you may not see this now, and you may not know this now, but this is why I do these videos with these statistics so that guys know what's going to happen. Once you have your degree, you have a degree he does not. Your income may be twice, three times what he his is. If I, I don't know how successful a chef he is, but just as an example. But once you start out earning him, and once you've healed, and once you start getting in a better place, you're going to probably find him weak and cringy and needy. Because if he's willing to take you as is and willing to talk about marriage and having kids, even with all your traumatic bad past, that means that he he's never had a good, healthy relationship where your problem should be warning signs to him. Does that make sense? So you're not going, once, once you heal out of this, he, he's not healed out of it. You know, he's got issues that he needs to deal with as well. Because if he was a good, strong man who had character and had experience with women, he might also be one of your partner counts because he would say, I'm attracted to you and we can have some fun, but you're not in a good, healthy place for me to settle down with. But he doesn't know that. He can't recognize that. I don't think my childhood was uncommon in modern families who don't divorce. Although my father isn't a great man by any means, if he'd left my mother, I doubt we would have seen him and we certainly wouldn't have had enough money to pay our bills as she was unemployed but liked to shop. That being said, when you, when your dad was a glorified checkbook and no one taught you morals, how are you supposed to be a good person, let alone a good woman? I'm, gonna, I'm going to tell you something that you probably don't expect right now. This is not your fault. I'll, I'll say it right now. This is not your fault because you do not. And, and a lot of women that do this, a lot of women that do this have issues. And if you know you have this issue and you may make these choices, then that's bad. And if you did that, then not so good. But if you're now at least looking back after looking at, at some of content like mine and other red pill content, you say, holy cow, these people that they're talking about is me. I've got some issues. I need to work on this. Then you're you're heading in the right direction. And a lot of this, a lot of this stuff comes from families that did not properly raise their children, and the kids grow up with a warped sense of family love, or familial love, and romantic relationship love. And that sounds like that's what's happened to you. So the fact that you're moving in the right direction and that you're aware of this and you want to be careful and not hurt him, I give you props. Thank you for the time. Uh, thank you for taking the time to read this and thank you for your content. Watching your videos has helped me see things in a different way and I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn about men's issues. Regards Gigi. And then she sent another one. Uh, it says, I was hoping that you'd be willing to share your views on how you think women should behave, especially if they fit your description of a woman one should avoid. Of all the men's rights channels I have watched, you feel like the most welcoming to female viewers. I've been watching your videos for a few months now, and I was impressed by your level-headed rationality, something I think is sometimes missing in other content creators. Thank you, Gigi, for that. Um, I, I try. You know, I, I do want to get men's issues across, and if it comes down to it, I'm always going to take a man's side. 
because I am a man and I, I know a lot of the problems that men have. But I but you are a great example of why I try to stay level-headed because if I can save you and I can save your boyfriend from a messed up marriage and messed up kids, then you know, let's put one on the wind board over here. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over here and I'm gonna add a little bit more here. This is the only dating advice women need to know all summed up for you in one place. And this is from Rotten Wildflower. And I think what she puts out is is going to agree with what I put out. So take this as a woman's voice from an article and a man's voice that's doing this video as to what I'm going to recommend to you. And you're going to see she's going to recommend kind of the same thing. Okay. The dating world can be quite a hard place to navigate, but it doesn't have to be. Here's everything you ever need to know. You. You must be happy, mentally stable, and fulfilled on your own. And that's just what I was telling you. You are, you've never been happy, it sounds like. You've been sad. You've had validation from other people. And uh, your boyfriend is just the latest validation for you. And he's willing to look past your traumatic history and say, I'll, I'll stay with you. That doesn't mean that's a good thing. That just means he's a guy willing to look past your past. That doesn't mean he's a good man. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be happy. Mentally stable. You are not in a mentally healthy place right now. You don't like yourself. You admit that. You don't like your family. You admit that. And you feel lucky to have him, a guy that really, I mean, it sounds like he's got a good job, but basically he's happy to have like a halfway decent, warm breathing human being next to him at night. That's not a good man for you. I'm just, and I'm not saying he's a bad man. I'm saying he's not a good man for you. He needs to do his work as well. Because he's got to have some more self-respect and he's got to have some rules for his own because otherwise you're going to walk all over him when you get strong and you will not want to be with him and you will leave him. And then he's going to say, what happened? He's going to get blindsided like a lot of guys do and he won't understand. And you must be fulfilled on your own. And no, you were being filled by 20 men and 11 women. You weren't fulfilling yourself. Okay. No one can fill up your cup for, uh, for you but yourself. You must wholly love and cherish yourself before you can enter a relationship that will lead to lasting love and happiness. You're not there. Number two, you must fix yourself. Please always remember you can't be fixed by someone else and that you cannot fix anyone but yourself. So the first sentence is for you. You cannot be fixed by anyone else. Your second sen- That second sentence is for your boyfriend. You, he cannot fix anyone else. And that's what he's trying to do. He's thinking, if I'm good to her, and I've done this in videos, so you've probably heard it, I don't understand what happened. I, I helped her get away from her, her bad family, her harmful family. I let her live in my place. I helped her go to college. I set her up for success. And when she finished all of it, she turned around and she dumped me. That's what's coming for you guys because you will leave him and he will not understand what happened because he thinks he's earning your love by fixing you and you think you're, you know, and he, that he's lucky to have him. And you're just glad someone's keeping you around. I mean, you may not literally feel that, but that's in the end what it's going to be. You're not okay by yourself. You need to get there first. Uh, you must have good confidence and healthy self-esteem and feel whole and not lonely by yourself. These requirements are an absolute must unless you're fine with getting yourself into toxic, destructive, and chaotic relationships. Get into therapy if you need more aid. It will only great, greatly benefit you in the long term and help. That's what I was telling you. Have a full and happy life outside your relationship. Do not ne- neglect all your hobbies, friends, work, and projects for your man. 
Exactly this will make your love life boring and it will make you act excessively needy and insecure. If you're doing college and you're staying at home and you're keeping his place clean and the two of you are always together, or before this, you're going out date to date to date to date, it's, believe it or not, because you can't stand being alone and you don't like yourself, more than likely. And I think that's what's happening here is that you do not have a happy and fulfilled life and you're okay on your own and you're not lonely. Again, you're not in in a a healthy place right now. Uh, Dating a single mother, mother is much, much harder. Now, this one's important because let's say the two of you do get married, you do have kids. Odds are not good that both of you are, both of you are not in a healthy place. The marriage will not last and you may become a single mom. And you may not have gone and gotten your issues taken care of. And now not only are you in the same bad place that you are, but now you've got kids to take care of as well. And you will not know how to healthily pass on good love versus not healthy, kind of messed up love. And the best way I can explain this is that if you, if you, if you were to take, a, and I'll make it a very simple term, but um, if you take, took a puppy and every time you pet it and you loved it and and you held it and it felt good and then you kicked it or hurt it, it would come to realize that, it, the, that love means pain in the end. And so then when it moves on and maybe it goes up for adoption and someone else adopts this puppy and they're holding on to it and they're loving and, and cuddling with it and then all of a sudden it goes bonkers and starts growling and fighting and they're like what is going on why does this dog not accept love it's because at the end of that love always came pain and that's what happens in a lot of these relationships that you see like you came from where there's pain mingled in and there's expectations and there's shame and there's hurt and there's disappointment oh i'd love you so much more but you did something that was disappointing conditional love when that all gets wrapped up in with regular love, love the meaning and the, the feeling and the words of love become very confusing. And it's not something that, that people see in front of them. They, they don't know what's going on. Just it, it screws with their emotions. This is where you are. And you will pass that to your kids if you don't have a family and coming from a healthy place. Him uh, and this, and then they give some advice for him. So... Uh, and, and I'm not going to go down to, uh, they talk about marriage. I'll leave this link below if you want to read more of this. They talk about marriage. Um, she talks about marriage a little bit and some other things. So here's our takeaway, Gigi, okay? Number one, I'm not saying you got to break up with your man, but you are not ready to marry and have kids. Number two, you need to get your own place. You need to move out and you need to tell him. It's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't want to be with you. It's because I need to find, I've never lived alone. I've never been on my own. I need to work through some things. Doesn't mean we're breaking up. If you want to stay with him, make sure he feels confident because he's, but you'll also notice if he's not in a healthy place, he may become super clingy and super freak out when you say you want some space. That'll give you some warning signs that he's not ready either. But you need to say, hey, I. and if you're not, if you can't afford to, then you need to look on the bulletin boards or look on the web and find a female roommate and find a flat or an apartment that you can move in with a woman and live away from him. And then you have date nights and you can stay over at his place, you know, for a couple nights a week, but you need to take space but for yourself. Number three, you've got to go to therapy. You must go to therapy. 
That is, there's no ifs, ands, or buts because usually narcissism and covert narcissism and codependency doesn't go away for a lot of people until they're over the age of 45. And that's from life experiences and and uh, getting help over themselves because young people or people that are very narcissistic or codependent don't think they have a problem so they don't go to seek help and only after years and years and years of misery do they finally break down and start having some realizations so you may not necessarily believe me just take my words and at least go see a therapist now you can go and and i there are ways to see ones that are inexpensive or free i don't know where you live but a lot of times if you go and see students at a at a college that are uh, psychologists or doing their um uh, they're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The residency. So they're already doctors. They've graduated school, but they're doing a residency before they get their full-time job. Okay. A lot of times you can see them for free. Uh, at least start going down that path. And then if you meet with a therapist and you don't have any luck, move on to another one. And when you meet with this therapist, here's the hardest thing to do. The hardest thing to do for most people speaking to a therapist, be brutally honest. They do not care who you are. I mean, they do, but they don't. And so uh, don't try to talk it up. Don't try to make yourself sound like a good person or it's not your fault. Nope, just go in and bear it and lay it all out on the line. And if you do that, I think you'll get some help. And lastly, do not get married and do not have kids until all of the below is settled. Better that you're 24 now. I think that's what you said, or 23-year-old. Better that you're 23 now and you go through help and you become a, a, a very good, help, mentally healthy 27, 28, 29, 30-year-old. Better you do that than thinking, oh, I'm young. I got to get out there while I'm young because I have the best choices because we do talk about the younger the woman, the more choices she has. Better to do that than rush out and try to get married and have kids and then have it all fall apart when you're 33, 35. And then you've got a broken family, you've got kids with some issues, and you still need to go see a therapist, okay? So guys, I'll leave it there. I hope this helped. Again, I am no professional, just this is my take on things. And uh, it's what I've seen and what I've experienced because I have dated codependent people. I was a little codependent myself when I was in my 20s. So I hope this helps you guys and uh, and we'll take it from there. Um, guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below as always. And if you have, thank you very much. And the best way you can help me is uh, uh, like, comment, share, subscribe, and check out my older videos. And we'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, the fact that you know you have issues is step number one. But you've got to get these fixed before you have any hope of having a healthy relationship in your life.